Shut up and sit down. Welcome to episode two of Business Bros, brought to you by CS First. We turn on CS with James CS. And today's topic for our podcast is why do you care to listen? Why do you care? I mean, really. You, you, you've subscribed. You've decided to take a peek at what we're talking about. Wow, you think we have subscribers already? What? No, it's episode two, so I'm talking to myself. Actually, I'm talking to you. Yeah, we're just talking amongst each other. Well, that's all that really matters, I guess. Yeah. All right. So why do people care? Why do you care? I guess because you can relate. Number one, right? Number one, you can relate. Look, let's be honest. I mean, when it comes to my tax return... Uh, between the wife and I, we make less than like, oh, I want to say like about 160 or so a year. Damn. All right. Balling. So, yeah. But it ain't no multi-millionaires or anything. No, it ain't no multi-millionaires. I mean, I think uh, LeBron James with the new contract makes about your salary in 30 seconds. Exactly. So, I mean, it's still small time. All right. Look, most of my salary come or most of my uh, tax return comes from teaching, right? So the wife and I teaching, that's about a buck 20 there. And then the net after, you know, K2s from the businesses, self-employed, maybe that's another 50 grand or so. So that's pretty nice. That's usually where where we're at. So it's not big time. We're just we're just getting started. We do have a lot of things in motion. There's a lot of uptick, definitely, where we're at. But we're not multi-millionaires looking to try to grow some base. We want you to jump on the ride and hop on the bandwagon here and see where we're going. These are teachers, folks. Everybody knows a teacher. Everybody talks to teachers. Everybody has had a teacher at one point or another. These are not, you know, the people that are in the top 1% of the country. It just so happens that these two teachers have investments exactly. such as businesses and real estate exactly so, so there's additional income coming look, from those things i would consider us still to be small time we're 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 above the um we're still poverty middle, line we're above the poverty line definitely above the po- poverty line but we're still in the middle class we're in the upper middle class but we're still in the middle class and i we're wouldn't trying even to get say upper middle class i mean if you it really depends on who you ask as well, right? You oh, talk man. to members of Congress, and they're in the upper. upper they're in class. the upper middle class. Yeah, you're looking you know, at a quarter of a million a year. No, four hundred and thirty thousand. Last I knew. Really? I yeah. The president made four hundred grand a year. Oh, uh, not this particular one. He's given all of his salary back. Remember? Oh, that's right. Well, that's yeah. A whole he, different ballgame. He there. doesn't need it. That's right. <laughs> so basically, we're we're not big time yet. We're going to get big time. And I've, you know, I'm, I have like 1000% uh, confidence level that I'm going to get to a huge level of income later on. I mean, Robert Kiyosaki always says there's two, two types of problems when it comes to money. There's people who don't have it and there's people who have it. There's and both of them are not problems. enough money and too much money. Those are both problems. And both which one would you rather have? Right? I'd rather have the problem of too much money. Too much money. So, you know, that's that's basically where we're at. Not there yet, but that's where we're heading towards. 
And so we're still kind of small time. So uh, who are we going to target? I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably either uh, beginning thinking about investing. You are an investor or you're thinking about investing. You're thinking about starting a self-employed business. You're like, you're going to get on your own. You're going to start selling, I don't know, Kayani drinks. <laughs> you're going to start selling uh, weight loss products. You're you're stepping out of the W-2 employee and beginning to do something on your own, branching out to that extra source of income, and it's usually a self-employed income. Or you've been self-employed for a long time, and you're thinking of, how do I stop doing the work? How can I go on vacation and my business still operates while I'm on vacation? Which means you're trying to transition from being self-employed to being an actual business owner. And I think if you're one of those three people, you're the ones who, who are going to listen to us, right? You have a job and you're trying to get out of a job to create something that's self-employed, which is a different kind of job. Or you're, you've put money away you've been consistent on paying yourself that 10 percent. you've been consistent on putting money away from yourself and you're about to step into the investor realm you're about to buy your first property investment property not your home and you're buying to buy your you're about to buy your first investment property or you're about to open your e-trade account or your tasty trade account and you're about to dabble into stocks for real this time you're not going to play the game that simulates it you're going to step into the real world or, or you're growing your business. One of those types of people, I think if you're one of those, if you're if the shoe fits one of those categories for you, then those are the type of people that I think are listening to this podcast. So basically the people that are listening are either investors, self-employed, business owners. They're either doing it, trying to do it, or they have done it. and they're Or you're thinking about doing it. Because you're right on the cusp, like, like you know. So you, we're, we're uh, catering to the people who need that extra push. That that little push. You're on the edge. You're you're you know, you're standing on the diving board, right on the edge, and you're looking down at the pool, and you're like, oh, I, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. No, I'm gonna step back. Oh, I remember I'm gonna step those back. moments. I remember those. Right, moments. You walk up to the edge. You're like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna step to those back. people. Here's what I can tell you. Once you jump off the ledge, there's no going back. Ain't no going back, right? There is no going back. Skydiving, same experience, right? Skydiving, same experience. Actually, I was thinking about uh, that summer in Lake Powell. Oh, dude. Yeah, jumping off the the rocks. Yep, yep. And you were the the one that actually said that to me. Those were your exact words. You said, Hamas, once you jump, you can't go back. Just jump. Just, Just take a step, dude. That's all it is. That's you know, all it is. You know, but but for what it's worth, look, first of all, it takes guts just to even to be at the top of that rock. It takes guts just to be looking over that cliff because not everybody will even look over that cliff. A lot of people will just be happy to sit in the canoe on the lake with their fishing pole, you know, with a beer in hand. I, I, and that's fine. I'll take it's you safe. I'll take you even a step further. Look, when it comes to you're about to invest, when it comes to you're about to build a business, when it, when you're about to leave your job, whatever it is that that you're thinking about doing, that next step, you know, the fact that you've put yourself in a position to take the next step. So in our metaphorical world here, the, the memory of us jumping off the cliffs of uh, Lake Powell, you had to get to Lake Powell. Mm-hmm. Like you had to get there. That's true. Right. So, I mean, the fact that you're thinking about doing this, that you're on the edge, that you're going to pull the trigger on this investment, that you're going to start this business, you have put yourself in a position, whether it's you've 
acquired enough money to buy this property or you've acquired the skills necessary to step out on your own or whatever it is, you've taken these steps to get here. Now, the fact that it's real, that you're about to do it, that's scary. Absolutely, it is. I mean, that's that's jaw-dropping. Like Now you're worried about not just can I do it. Well, what was our experience with that? Well, I mean, well, okay, so let me finish my thought here. So it wasn't so much like can I do it because it's not can I do it. It's what will people think of me? It's kind of like this, like the podcast, right? So I got another podcast that we're starting with a wife, and she's worried about what are people going to think of me? You know, that's a legitimate fear for some people, right? Absolutely. That, that can literally, that's your red it's light. It's debilitating. It's debilitating. And it's its the paralysis of analysis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to study the market. Oh, I'm going to get my real estate license. Oh, I'm going to oh, study my gonna broker's study license. That oh, license. And you're, you're going to study the, that market. The most knowledgeable person who and does never nothing. Anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're going to get your butt whooped by the guy who knows nothing but did it. Absolutely. Because he did it. Even if he just got lucky once. Even if he just got lucky once. That's not the point. Luck favors the prepared because he actually went out and was prepared, but then did something about it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like that story of the, the guy on the roof, right? The Where where um, there's a major flood, right? And the guy's standing on the roof of his home, mm-hmm. right? And he prays to God and he's like, God, save me. And then this guy on the, like this guy on a like on, a canoe. Sea-doo, on a canoe comes up and he's like hop on the boat he's like no god will save me right and so the guy takes off and he's like god please save me and the guy on the sea dude comes up and he's like come hop on he's like no god's gonna save me and you know the guy takes off and then you know god save me and then the <laughs> you know a big storm comes waves knocks him off and he dies and he's in heaven and he's like god why didn't you save me he's like what are you talking about i sent you the boat i sent you the sea dude you didn't take action that was your fault, right? And it's kind of the same story goes here, right? You're in a position to take action, and you're scared, whether it's you're scared you might lose, whether it's you're scared you might fail, whether you're scared that somebody might say something about you. Take action. Everybody's in a position to take some kind of action, even if it is educating yourself, because that education is important, right? Sure, you have being knowledgeable and not taking action could get your butt kicked by somebody who goes in there completely unprepared and gets lucky, right? That was us. Yeah. You know, that was us definitely. I, I, I'll, I'm not afraid to say it. That was us when we first started out. We got lucky a couple of times. But by the same token, there's a lot to be said for that education. So if you do educate yourself and you do prepare yourself, most importantly, you have to be brave enough to do something about it yes yes i mean if you're waking up every day and you're wondering why the hell am i going to work or you're happy about wednesday because it's hump day hump you're day. happy about friday because it's happy hour whoop, whoop. Whoop. or you're looking forward to the weekend because you hate your job every day or what's the what's the path of that employee right so the the guy the guy gets a new job he's like oh i found this new job it's the greatest job in the world. My boss is awesome. The people here are awesome. And got then benefits. Got benefits. You talk to the same guy a year later. What's he saying? I hate my job. I, I hate my job. The people here suck. Management doesn't let me advance. And then he finds a new job. And what's he saying? This job this is job. awesome. The opportunities are great here. Right? It's just a perpetual cycle. 
Like there's nothing it's going to happen every single time because you're you're still hating that 9 to 5 and I'm not saying quit. I still have my job. Mhm. I'm not saying quit. What I am saying is if you want a path to success, no one's going to give it to you. And it's not going to come from your job. And it's not going to come from your job. Your boss's job is not to make you rich. No way. Plain and simple. They're not there to make you rich. Mm. Only you are there to make you rich. You need to take advantage of those opportunities. So you're the type of person who is either doing it, you're trying to do it, or you've done it. Right? You're either the person who is is currently an investor, currently self-employed, or you're trying to do it. Right? You're You're thinking of taking that step off the ledge or you know what you've done it and you want to hear what these guys are going to do all right maybe you can advise us you never know love you to can hear have, from you i'd love to hear from somebody like that right i mean i surround myself with smart people every day this week i spent um a whole week at a teacher training so i spent you know uh four days with math teachers that dude. must have been fun oh yeah i know it sounds so boring but dude it was it was crazy we spent about an hour talking about multiple ways to solve a problem, right? And mind you, these are people who teach, like me, I teach ninth graders, then there's people who teach the 10th graders, then the 11th graders, then the calculus teachers, and we're looking at the same problem through different lenses. That's the same thing we do in life, right? And I was thinking to myself, how lucky am I to be in a room with people who are smarter than me? I learned so much from those calculus teachers, and mind you, it's not that calculus is hard, yeah, you think it's hard because you haven't done it, right? But it's not. If you do it every day, it's just another thing you do every day. It's not that big a deal. It's just math. It's just math, right? But but being around those people for four days, it's, it's jaw-dropping. In any industry that you're in, if you're in logistics and you go into a conference and all the people are doing different uh, different things but in the same context, you learn from each other. Right. You learn from us. Oh, I didn't even think of doing it that way. I'm going to try that. And that's the same thing that happens in business. Right. If I surround myself with people who are smarter than me, people who are experts in marketing, that's all they do every day, all day. It's not that they're awesome. It's just they do it every day. Right. So they're good at what they do. Accountants, lawyers, marketing people, all these people, you put them together. And if you're hanging out with those people who are experts in those fields, you're going to get better. Right. And that's like we talked about last time, I, it's it's the language. When you know the language, you can communicate. When you know the people in these specific specific fields, they have that language. They have that knowledge. The more you hang out with them, the more that you learn, even just by uh, osmosis. Even by osmosis. And that's, why, that's what we want to bring to our podcast, right? That's the value that we want to bring to our listeners. We want you to learn from not only our mistakes, right? But from other people around us, we're going to bring people, I'm sure we're going to be bringing people over to tell us their stories, right? People who have more knowledge than us in their field. And it's going to make a huge difference because, yeah, you can learn from our mistakes, but we have only made a certain amount of mistakes. We've only had a certain amount of successes. So the fact that, you know, we know more and more people that that are willing to share with our listeners What's going on? I mean, it's it's value that you can't buy. That experience right. is a network that you build. You know, you can't really buy that kind of connection. You can't really buy that kind of advice. 
Right? There's a lot of free advice. Tons of free advice. How much of it is good? How much of it is good and how valuable is it? Right? I mean, that's just what it comes down to. So, you know, hopefully we're building something here that that our listeners find valuable. Learn from learning from our mistakes and, and hopefully we're inspiring you to to improve your particular situation. You can take a look in the mirror and say, look, am I happy where I am at right now? Is Do, anyone? Is anyone? I mean, are you? Yeah, you know, that's one of the questions I ask myself quite often. Like, you know, I, I do have goals. I mean, our our financial goal, right? It's pretty simple. Very simple. It's 30000 a month. Residual in, income. In residual income, right? So it's not money that we work for. It's 30000 a month coming from our rental properties, pretty simply put. Right. Right? That's it. It's not rocket science. And it's not an exorbitant amount. That's $360,000 a year. That sounds like a lot to some people. And they completely understand that it sounds like a lot to me right now, considering I'm making maybe 10% of that. Yeah. But to, uh, I don't know, to A-Rod, to LeBron, to Tom Brady, that's pennies. Yeah. That's one game. That's one game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean... It's, it's different, though, when you look at a mirror and when you look in the mirror and you really take a look at where you're at, right? I mean, you have to set your own bar. Really? I bargained life for a penny and life would pay no more. That's right. But I begged again at evening when I counted my scanty store. I love that poem. I love that poem. That one comes out of uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It does. It does. And, and basically the premise to that poem is... You set your own bar. If you say, I need to make $4,000 a month, $3,000 a month, $2,000 a month, guess what? You're going to make that amount. That's it. But it's because you set your limit. You, I mean, you went out there and said, all I need to do is make two grand and I'm happy. Let me, let me, let me put this into some perspective. Just recently, I moved right back here to San Diego. The reason why we're doing this podcast is because I'm living here in San Diego again. Prior to, uh, what, two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Two Mm -hmm. weeks ago, I was living in Las Vegas. And one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I came back was because you guys, my business partners, wanted me to manage our new consolidated office. Yeah. So I became a office manager. And one of the things that we were talking about in our meeting was in order for me to come back, I'm going to need additional income because I can't afford rent in San Diego on what I was making just from our business. I need additional income from that company. Right. Okay. And I bargained life for a penny and life would pay no more. I asked for 900 extra dollars a month. And guess what you got? $900 a month. Guess what I could have asked for? You could have asked for more. I could have asked for pretty much anything I wanted. I mean, not anything. I wasn't going to ask for $5,000 a month and get that. But I could have asked for 1200 1400 You know, we could have negotiated. Yes. I set my bar, bar at 900 And guess what? I got 900 That's right. And, and it, you're the only limit to yourself. Absolutely true. And I, and I sat there and I looked back at it later like, damn, <laughs> I should have asked for more. They would have given me more. It's true. They would have given me more. 
but this is what I asked for. I set the bar. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's the situation that many, many, many people are at, right? Absolutely. And 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 the funny thing is, I hear I mean, I told you in, in our last episode, I told you when I sit down with clients and you know, how was your year is the question that I ask every year during tax season and they they you know, therapeutically tell me their story. I hear the stories like, dude, I got a new job and I got a pay raise. I got a dollar pay raise. And to me, I was like, you're making a dollar more an hour. Mm-hmm. So you're making $8 more a day. Right. But you're happy. You're happy. You're happy. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's, think that's, about that. That's $160 more a month or I'm not going to do You're the math teacher. 12 times uh, 160. 12 times one. Well, 12 times one is 12. 60 times 12 is 720. So that's eight, 1820. 1820. A year. A year. You're happy because you're making an extra $1,820 a year. A year, dude. $8 a day. I'm just saying, you're happy with a $1 raise. Now, I'm not calling you an idiot. All I'm saying is look in the mirror. Are you happy with what you got? Because that's what you asked for. And if you're not happy, if you're wondering why you get up and go to work every day for an extra eight bucks a day, then change your situation. So how do you do that? Now, it doesn't. And and here's the thing, though. It doesn't come from yelling at your boss. Nope. Your boss's job, again, is not to make you rich. You want to know one of my favorite things that you tell your kids? There's only one person in this world that you can control. It's yourself. That's it. It's the word responsibility. If you break it up into its roots, you have the ability to respond. Oh, that's a nice one. I mean, that's what it is, right? You can't control anybody else. Absolutely. I can never make people do anything. The only person I can control is myself and how I react to a situation. I, re- I have the ability to respond, right? So I can't change other people's situations. You can't change their opinions. You can't change change their their personalities. You can't change anything about them. You cannot change anyone. The only person who can change them is themselves. That's right. And that's why that's that's the thing is is look in the mirror. Are you truly satisfied with that extra dollar an hour? Even if you say, okay, well, you know, I mean, think about logically, right? You're, You're 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 making maybe you started a new union job and you're making. $20 $20 an hour and next year you'll be making 22 and next year you'll be making 24 and you're looking forward to that 24 that extra $4 an hour What is that times you know do some simple math? What is that in the day? It's an extra 30 bucks a day mm-hmm. What is that in a week? That's an extra $120 a week What is that in a month? That's an extra $480 in a month Okay, what can $480 a month do? That's great Oh, that's going to buy me a new car. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, great. You just bought a nice depreciating asset. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so we'll, t- we'll, we'll get into something like that a little bit later. But the point is, do the math. I mean, I like raises for the time that I'm doing what I'm doing. But what are you doing after that? Right. You know, I mean, when I get out of work, what do I do? This was something that was on our topic list to talk about last time but we didn't talk too much about it so just to get into it briefly just to touch on it this is the difference between your your profession and your business right right 
profession okay. versus business. So your profession, non, your profession is you're a teacher. You teach math. But your business is completely different. That's right. Your business is in your real estate. Your business is in insurance. Your business is in etc. and so on. Right. So for all those people out there who are listening right now, they're wondering, well, all I do is I have my full-time job and, you know, I get overtime and I get time and a half and I get all this extra money. You know, you're trading, as you love to say, you're trading time for money. That's right. That's right. You're trading time for money. But you only have so much time in the day. Uh, it, compare it to like Oprah, for example. Hmm. You know, because people say you're Oprah rich, right? Oprah has a ton of money. She doesn't get more than 24 hours in her day. That's right. I love that. We only have 24 hours in a day. My 24 hours is the same as your 24 hours, the same as Oprah's 24 hours. So why does Oprah make more money in her 24-hour day than you do? That's a good question. I'm going to ask her the next time I see her. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, but it's the truth, right? It's what are you doing with your day? And you, you come to... Uh, you brought up a, an excellent point, right? It's, it's, what are you building for yourself? What business are you in? If you're, you know, there's a difference. You, you're 100% true. There's a difference between your job and your business. And if you haven't identified what business you're in, then you're not building something for your future. You're dependent on somebody else taking care of you for the future. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Identify your business. What business are you in? Ooh, excellent question. Honestly, I think I'm in a I'm in a business development business. I think I think I help I think I help create um, spark interest in somebody. Right. I I said in the last episode, I think I'm more therapeutic in education, which is which is 100 percent true. But my education is to develop somebody's inner business, Mm -hmm. whatever it's going to be. And I, I do that with my seniors. I do that with my clients. I do that with my friends. I try to pull out their passion and turn it into and some sort of revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and here's the catch though. Sometimes I'm successful at helping them identify a revenue stream. But then the education lacks on what to do with that revenue stream. Well, yeah, it comes back to do you want to sit in a canoe on the lake or do you want to climb up on that rock and maybe jump off of it? Well, okay. So if you're if we're going to, back to that analogy, I got them to the lake. <laughs> you got them to the lake. I got them to the lake. Right. Right. Now they got to get in a canoe. They got to go to the rock and they got to climb the rock and they got to jump. Right. Right. So, but the majority of them, they just want to sit in the canoe, right? Fish and drink beer. And and and, and there's that's, nothing wrong with that. There isn't. It's there a isn't. beautiful lake. It's a beautiful lake. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, the question is, how long can you stay at the lake? Right. You know, I mean. Eventually, you got to go back to work. Eventually, you got to go back to work. Right. And and that's kind of the key. We're we're 30 something years old. Right. So if you look at the the quarters of life, remember those. So our working life starts at 25 and every 10 years is a quarter of life. So from 25 to 35 is the first quarter. From 35 to 45 is the second quarter which means we hit halftime at 55, uh, 45, right? And then after halftime, we have 55, uh, 45 to 55, which is Q3. Third quarter, yep. Q3. And then 55 to 65, which is Q4. 
And if you're still working after 65, you've hit your four quarters of life and you're working into your overtime. You're in overtime. You're in overtime. Yeah. You don't want to get there. Well, I mean, in, in, in finance, right, when we're talking to, you know, let me put on my life insurance hat here on, my retirement hat here on. Those from 25 to 65 is your accumulation phase. Correct. This is the time where you're earning the most money, mm-hmm. right? And you have to you have to sit back and tell yourself, do I have it? Do I want to plan for a tomorrow, right? Do I want to retire at some point? Now, some people see retirement as a number. Usually, when I ask people, when do you want to retire, or what, when do you think is a good time to retire, they're going to tell me 65, 62, 67. For whatever reason, it's one of those three numbers. Right. Because that's what Social Security tells them. It has to do with Social Security. Yeah. So they're going to tell me one of those two members. But that's that's false. It has nothing to do with how old you are. It has to do with do you have enough money from that point to the day you die? That's absolutely true. That's all it is. And if I accumulate enough money at 35 to last me until I'm 100 or more because I plan to live forever. Is it money or is it assets? That's the question, right? And so, and so, what I teach my students all the time is, it's not about cash, it's about, it's about cash, cash flow, flow, right? So it's not about how much money you make. And and Grant Cardone, I showed you Grant Cardone's video, right? right. When he's talking about a million dollars, a million dollars means nothing, right? Because if I earn a million dollars and I'm 25, that's gone by the time I'm 55, right? I mean, it's it's wiped and out. And if I plan to live to be 102 that's nowhere near what you need right so grant Cardone, 57 years grant has a great thing he's like dude you should shoot for like 10 million 10 million should be your number right once you get to 10 million then you can live on like four grand a month uh, four grand a month for the rest of your life right and that's only four grand a month that's only four grand a month so what if you have a different lifestyle so when mm-hmm. i ask people about retirement i'm like what does retirement look like to you does it look like a home in the suburbs, four bedroom, three bath, a pool, a nice backyard, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, kids, two dogs, and a you know pool. Is that what it looks like, or does it look like a condo, or does it or look does like it a look mobile home, RV baby, or are you live like with your RV. kids, right? What does retirement yeah. look like to you? And I'm not saying one is better than the other. And you know, some people's retirement plan is, is have a lot of kids. One of them will take care of me. One of them will take care of me, right? I'm not saying one is better than the other. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, what is your plan? And if we can identify what your plan is, then we can. That gives us a goal. Start with the end in mind. Start with the end in mind, and that's the that's the scenario. That strategy is for every investment going forward. You should always think about that. I'm going to buy a property. What's your exit strategy? Exit strategy. What's talking about buying it, right? (laughs) But you got to think about how I'm going to get out of this investment before you even get into that investment. Yes, sir. Right. I mean. That's just, and we're getting to much, much more deeper topics that we're going to get to later. Hopefully, we're scratching the surface here, fellas. We're scratching the surface. So hopefully, what we're what we're doing here is trying to trying to tell you that there's a lot of value that we're going to be bringing to our listeners. We want to inspire you to improve your situation. We want to get you to the point where you're you're building a business for yourself, for your future, for your retirement. I don't want you to be afraid. to to ask us any questions because we're going to talk real numbers. We'll tell you what's going on. I mean, I told you how much we're making per year, right? I'm not scared to tell you what's going on. I know that you have real fears out there. There are real things that you're scared of. I don't care if it's something as, I'm afraid what comment I'm going to get on Facebook. 
That's a legitimate fear. Absolutely. People have fears of those types of things. But I want to invite you on this journey, and hopefully we're growing together to make something happen for both of us. So I know I'm going to make the steps forward. I know we're going to take the steps forward. We're building things. We're investing in things. And we just want you to jump on the ride. That's it. That's it. Open invitation. Open invitation. Come join us on the lake. Come jump. Come jump off the rock with us. Come jump off the rock with us, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it is, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, and hey, we can invite you all day long. We can bring you out to the lake. You can, you what's that saying? You can you can uh, take a horse to water. But you can't make him drink. You can't make him drink. Yeah, so, come on, guys. Come ladies on, and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. So hey, I wanna I wanna make sure I I invite every single one of you to follow us on facebook at see us first come ask us questions so uh just hop on ask us a question we'll post this podcast on there ask us what you think i don't care what kind of question it is just ask away we want to know what you're thinking we want to know what uh what questions you might have so that we can answer them live online so that's what i'm asking of my listeners right now uh maybe later on we'll talk about uh, meeting up and stuff like that but for right now uh, follow us on facebook at cs first instagram cs first and uh snapchat hernan cs www.csfirst.com for all your real estate needs and uh hit us up with any insurance types questions so yeah and when we figure out uh you know this whole podcasting thing uh subscribe like us leave us a comment leave us five stars you know tell us what you think yeah, hopefully we're adding some value to your life, and uh, if we do, let us know. All right, guys, have a great day, and we'll see you next time on Business Bros with CS First. Bye bye.